Live from Ventnor City, New Jersey, this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Tuesday, August 18th with your hosts, Ray and Zach. How are you today, handsome? Doing pretty good, Pops. Here's the deal. Yeah. We've got more used car data today. Oh, my. And I'm I'm calling it, Dad. You are right. Excuse Wholesale me? used car prices going down. Dealers can't sell overpriced inventory. You know what's not happening? Sales aren't slowing down. Sales aren't slowing down. Well, sales are slowing down a little bit, but retail prices are not going down on used cars. We're going to focus today's conversation initially over on the used car side of things, and it's very it's concerning. We're seeing used car prices still sky high. We'll do some comparisons of used options and new options. Do you, need to, get, out. Do you need to get Brandon to buy in on this theory? Uh, yeah, know, Brandon from Car Questions Answered, I'll give you a call this week. We can talk about this, figure <laughs> out how we're going to make my dad. Well, I really do start to – I'm starting to think you're right, Dad. And we'll talk a little bit on new versus used, what's a better value, and also uh, a few other things that will come up as we navigate this. Let's start out, though, Pops. Let me pull it up on the screen so that everyone can see. We've got the latest right there. Okay. It was the first one. It was the first one. I just had to click on it. Let me pull it up on the screen so everyone can see. We've got the latest data from Cox Automotive, and the headline reads that wholesale used vehicle prices see smaller decline In July, there was a standout here. So we've got wholesale used vehicle prices down 1.6% in July from June. So they're down. Yes. Let's be, you know, they're down, but they were down over 4% last month, month over month. And this is what you've got here from Chris Frey. The July drop of 1.6% is an indicator of slowing wholesale price declines, at least when compared to the month over month losses we've seen since April. While the year-over-year price drop was again double-digit, let's put some perspective on that. From July 2020, there were 22 straight months of double-digit increases through April 2022. That's insane. 22 straight months of wholesale used car prices appreciating. We've just had six double-digit declines since October last year, with only four of them consecutive, keeping up to the April, (coughs) April theme. We're now back to the same index value last seen in April of 2021. So wholesale prices came down. But just a little bit, yes. not a lot of bit. And then when you start to look out there, Dad, for example, I've got this article from Jalopna queued up. It's almost impossible to find a decent used car under $20,000. Start this one for me, please. Thank you. It's almost impossible to find a decent used car under $20,000. This is the unfortunate reality on the retail side of things. It is. Uh, and, and we've known it. And we've we've always known it. Um and, and the real problem is it's hard to find reasonably priced one, two, and three-year-old used cars. And then it's virtually impossible to find decent used cars that would probably be five, six, seven, eight years old under $20,000. Um, and I've said because of that shortage of of used cars due to the fact that there were about 15 million cars, new cars worldwide that were scheduled to be built that weren't built because of of the chip shortage right after COVID, that it's gonna take us probably the better part of this decade to work our way through that because there were probably 10 million cars, 10 million new cars that should have been sold in this country that weren't built. And let's just say that 60% of all car deals have trades. Well, there's 6 million used cars yeah. that didn't come into the marketplace. So if there's no 
if, if there were no cars being sold and there's no used cars being traded in, there's going to be this continued shortage of used cars and prices, even though they might have gone down one and a half or two percent, that that's nothing compared to what they went up during a, during the real shortage. Well, and the thing that I'm starting to get concerned with that is we're not seeing so typically retail prices lag wholesale prices four to six weeks. Yes. Okay, so it was four weeks ago that we had huge declines. Even back in June, we saw material declines in wholesale prices. I haven't seen anything on the retail side to corroborate that. And that's what's starting to really make me concerned is typically what you'd see, wholesale prices go down, Mm -hmm. retail prices six weeks later, they're down. It's not happening right now. Where we are seeing it significantly is in trade values. It makes me so sad to see the current state of trade and values. Like, People, the reason it makes me sad is, isn't because of the fact that wholesale prices went down and that mm-hmm. ultimately means people thought they had equity. Yes. People put $10,000, $20,000 on their car loan a year ago, two years ago, thought they'd be fine. And they're underwater. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the unfortunate reality is there are so many people that think their car is worth more than it actually is. And no. then it's worth less because wholesale prices are down, but wholesale prices aren't dictating retail prices and the dealers aren't really budging on used car prices, retail prices. That, to me, is starting to make me very concerned. I I will tell you this. I spent 43 43 years in retail automotive. Um, And I can tell you in 43 years that you could probably count on the fingers of one hand the number of people who, when we gave them their, their trade value, thought that it was fair. Um, And that probably 90% of all people thought that they had equity when they didn't. Yep. You know, everybody would like to believe that theirs is the car that everybody wants. And it, typically it's not. Okay. Um, today, you would almost think that it would be because there's a shortage of good quality used cars. But, you know, with the prices going down at, at, at the auctions, the way they've been going down, and dealers always being reactive not proactive uh, you know they just they see that and and the used car managers just instinctively start cutting back on the acvs that they're putting actual the cash actual value. cash value that they're assigning to the cars that they're appraising um and because they suddenly want to try and get ahead of the curve so it, it's just people very rarely have the equity that they think they have and then two years ago, if you bought a used car and you significantly overpaid for it and things are reverting to the norm as far as values, yeah. as far as wholesale values for these things. Uh, yeah, you're you're buried, uh, even if you put 10 percent down, you know, because if you put 10 percent down on a car that was uh, that was retailing for 35 or 40 percent more than what it was really worth. You were still you were underwater that day. No, totally. So all right. So we're talking about the fact that wholesale prices down in July, but not as much as they were in June and down so far or at the end of July as well. But again, it's slowing declines. And at the same exact time, assessing retail vehicle sales based on observed changes in advertised units tracked by V Auto, we initially estimate that used vehicle retail sales in July were up six percent compared to June. <sighs> 
and prices did not come down appreciably. Used retail sales estimated to be down 0.5% year over year. The average retail listing price for a used vehicle moved 1.8% lower over the last four weeks. Whoopee. Ah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I remember that solo video I did. And, and and people were mad at me for for saying what I said in it, but I I just felt like there was nothing on the horizon that was really going to force retail asking prices down on used cars, and so far there hasn't been, and and the Fed raising the the money rates hasn't done it. Higher interest rates haven't done it. Higher car payments haven't done it. Nothing seems to appreciably change the sales rate at the inflated retail values of these used cars. Nothing has done it so far. So why why would I think it would suddenly change? Yeah, yeah. So prices are on the retail side sort of flattish, maybe down a little bit. I pulled up a few examples. I've I've seen on the CarEdge.com car search used car prices going back up for certain vehicles, which really, really, really frustrates mm-hmm. the hell out of me. I was looking at it there, Dad. We let's talk a little bit about uh, used versus new for a quick moment here. Actually, before that, let's talk about affordability okay. of used vehicles. I see cars came out with an awesome report. Used cars by price range, 2019 versus 2023. Price range, up to $10,000. Share of used car sales in 2019, 3%. Share of used car sales in 2023, 0.1%. Change in share, 97.9%. I'll call it 98%. Average mileage in 2019, 72,205 miles. Average mileage in 2023 at the under $10,000 price Hey, 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 hey. We don't want no KFC. Get out of here, KFC. Get off the screen, KFC. Average <laughs> average mileage in 2023, 116,158. So average mileage at the sub $10,000 price point went up only 61%, while the share of that type of vehicle went down by 98%. Look at this. Look at this. Let's flip the to the opposite end of the spectrum. What about used cars over $70,000? We went from in 2019 that being 0.6% yes. of used cars for sale to 3.2%, an increase of 437.7%. What about 65 to 70? An increase of 479.1%. What about 60 to $65,000 used cars? 332% increase. This is not sustainable. This cannot really? be. Oh man! You know, I'm I, holding I, I, out I, hope that this is not sustainable. I said that three years ago. I said, "Hey, you know, these these type of pricing, these these type of wholesale values, these type of retail values is not sustainable." Well, it's been sustainable for three years now. What would it take for it to no longer be sustainable? I, I don't know. World economic collapse? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, the the would that even do it? The fear of a recession a year and a half ago, two years ago, um, that didn't do it. Um, now, you know, economists are talking about a, a soft landing. Uh, you know, what are we going to the moon? Um, 
yeah, I, I don't know what that means, but 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 whatever that fear was, it hasn't stopped people from buying stuff. Uh, you don't see any great decline in in sales of electronic items, yeah. automobiles, homes. You, you know, I, I look at I look at home prices, and it's like. Oh my God! Who's paying for this? You know who? How many people can literally afford a million dollar home? Maybe you and I just we done something wrong. Yeah, you were just done something wrong because <laughs> like these numbers. I, I, again, I'm going to pull up the IC Cars data. We have seen a 98 percent decline in under ten thousand dollar used cars from 2019 to 2023, and in the same time period, we've seen a 480 percent increase in used cars in the sixty-five dollars to $70,000 price range. That just doesn't sit and, and well that, with me. And that doesn't mean that the cars are worth sixty-five dollars to $70,000. That just means, that just means that's, that's what they're – people are, are – are, I, I guess it does mean that they are worth that because they are worth what somebody's willing to pay. Yeah. And if people are willing to overpay, then that's what the market is right now. And – for the most part, it, it just seems to continue. Yeah, it really, really does. It's mind-boggling to me. All right, let's look over on the new car side of things. We were talking about Honda just the other day. Uh, their sales at Honda up significantly. Maybe yes. Honda will be the savior for affordable vehicles. Here we go, Dad. Honda raised incentives for the first time since 2021. That was what happened in the most recent quarter. Honda raised incentives by 67%. We're up to... $1,383 per vehicle, which is up from $828 back in 2022. That's a huge increase, yeah, so Honda, but it's still well below. Honda incentives are on the way back. Yes. And look at this, Dad. Average transaction price hits all-time high. The Honda brand's overall average transaction price rose 3% to $37,087 compared to the same quarter in 2020. 22 Civic and CRV rose one and three percent respectively. The redesigned HRV was up three percent, and the Pilot is now a fifty thousand dollar SUV. The TLX it was the only accurate model that had an average transaction price increase at fifty two thousand dollars. So even Honda did. The reason I pulled this up is because we're talking about used car price points, and even Honda mm-hmm. is seeing their prices continue to go up. And all-time highs. We're talking about not you know trivial amounts. This is the highest average transaction price ever for Honda. Well, how's it going to end? Dude, I, I don't know. I'm coming in today. You won. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have answers today. I, you know, I, I don't think it's going to end. I, I just, I just. I just don't think it is. It's going to end with micro leases, isn't that it, what we were talking it's, about it's, the other day? It's, it's going to end when there's a severe economic crash. And until that severe economic crash happens, it's just going to continue on this path. Yeah, yeah. Here you got it from Jared. He's saying the same exact thing. One thing that could influence this would be, and we'll talk about it more on a show later this week, you know, if banks continue to rein in lending, that should theoretically slow down the sales of vehicles. It, it, It should, but, you know, how do banks make money? Lending money. Okay. So they're incentivized to keep the yeah to keep. Oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. Some have tightened what they were doing. Um, some have pulled out altogether. <clears throat> so those that pulled out just just are leaving it to the big the bigger banks that are already in that space to be able to grow their market share even more. 
Um, so the only thing that stops it is, it is, is if we have a repeat of the Great Recession, something along those lines. Otherwise, this is, this is the new normal. This is going to continue this way. Um, and, yeah, I'll just Uber everywhere in the future. Let's do a quick analysis. I was looking at this over on the Car Edge Car Search. So we're in our area looking at new 2023 Toyota RAV4s. Let's do the quick new versus used. What's a better value? We've got here, look at these price points. The XSC is a $50,000 Toyota RAV4. That is wild to me we've yeah. got an xle premium here for forty six thousand, and an le at, at 38.987 i found two used ones okay okay here's a 2021 with forty two thousand miles on it for thirty one thousand eight hundred and ninety nine dollars what what trim level this is an xle okay so let's do that analysis really quickly i found another one as well let me pull this up on the screen it's got less miles on it dad another xle yeah only nine uh, eighteen thousand miles deal this dealership wants thirty three thousand four hundred and thirty four dollars they've had it for 104 days so they've been sitting <clears> on <throat> it for a little while are you choosing one of these or are you going the new route which it looks like the xle let me put trim in here of just xle oh, give me a second there's any number over there yeah here we go Here's an XLE, 37,000, 36,000, 42,000, 38,000. Let's look at this one. Are you doing this one, Dad, at $38,918? Or the used one at 33 and change? I'm doing one? the new one. Doing the new one? But here's the difference. Huh? That vehicle probably doesn't exist. You really think so? In in the sense that it's probably it's it's probably pre-sold. So that it doesn't exist for somebody to walk in and be able to buy it. Now, you know, we 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 happened to be at this dealership not too long ago. Yeah, our local Toyota dealer. Yeah, and and they they show 193 vehicles in stock, and there were like 13 cars on the lot. So, my suspicion is is that everything that's coming in is pre-sold. Yeah, and most of their inventory is in transit. So you're generally thinking new instead of used, but the sad reality is you can't get the new. So you're so if you want one, you're going to end up with the used. Fly chomper fly. Thanks for the contribution. People need cars in the United States, so there is often no choice. Plus, new slash high price cars have tech that older cars don't. People basically live out of their cars. I mean, yeah, it's a commuting country, and people do spend a lot of time in their vehicles. So the USA is set up to be the most massive market probably for for auto sales in the world um but it's still hard to wrap your head around the idea of what you're describing which is okay i want to go buy the new one but i can't get it so then i have to go buy the used one even though the used one's the worst value that it, that must be what's propping up prices right now well sure i mean you know how many how many rav4 xles did we see when we were there one maybe if there was even one yeah so yeah, and, and I it's kind think, of obnoxious that the dealers can advertise inventory that they don't actually have. Or advertise the inventory as if it's actually available when it's already pre-sold. Pre-sold, yeah, that too. Okay. Um, but that that that's where we are at the moment. <laughs> so probably where we'll stay. Yes. Fly chomper fly, please ask people about this when you're selling this week. Yeah, we do have the sales event on uh, on Saturday, so we'll definitely be asking plenty of questions. 
then yeah, I'm with you. I'm probably buying new. I think new is a better value than used because those prices continue to stay. But only if high. you can find it. Louise says they refuse to budge on prices. Here we go. I was offered 5,800 for my 2010 Camry with 103,000 miles. And then the dealer is selling another Camry with 201,000 miles for $13,500. Florida, uh, there's supposed to be margin in used cars. They got to make a living. Yes. It's not supposed to be that much margin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Igor said, went to the auction last week and saw roughly half the cars were repos. Wow. Also, the biggest losers in wholesale value are luxury brand cars, especially midsize and large cars, but also hyper and supercars. Makes me think about the Mercedes dealership that we were at and how much inventory they have. Oh, my goodness, yes. It's just going down in value. We've got here, Dad, from Heather. Are people buying used cars at the advertised price, or are they posting those prices in hopes to get that amount? Uh, well, in many cases, they're posting that price, and then they're adding uh, to that price once you actually show up at the dealership whether it be reconditioning fees or whatever. So in a lot of cases, the advertised price is just a come on price. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, it's a way to just get people in the door. Yes. Which we hate. From Megan. Yes. Thank you, Car Edge. You guys helped me get a new Acura RDX lease with a money factor of 0.00144. Can you do the math in your head? What's that APR? Uh, not very much. Under MSRP, um, at under MSRP last night, shout out to Mungness, Mungness, Acura of St. Louis, who don't mark up her force dealer accessories. We love that. Yeah. First name of Mr. Mungness is Dave. Really? Yes. How do you know that? I don't know. I represented Acura for like a lifetime. For those of you that are curious to convert a money factor, which is what's the interest portion of a lease to an APR, what was that? What was that one point? Point zero 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 one four four times twenty four hundred. Multiply it by twenty four hundred. Three point four five six percent. Pretty good interest rate today. That's got to be buy rate. Would be my guess. Be mine as well. Yeah, no, that's a yeah. great, that's absolutely a great deal. Um, all right, Pops, we've got here from Colin saying, can you yes. show regionalized data in the car search? It'd be interesting to see where areas have larger selection of vehicles in a specific segment. I would fly to that area. I could get a deal. We're experiencing this a lot right now. A lot of people from Florida are interested in the sales event that we're doing. <laughs> because even with vehicle shipping of like $1,000, $1,500, it makes more sense to buy a car out of state where there's more inventory than in their home state where yes. there's no inventory. I don't know if we have a great way to be able to produce that information and share it, but it is certainly a trend and something that we're seeing happening. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Pops, let's jump over here. You saw this one earlier in the show. Maybe it's our really, you got to be kidding me, but probably not. You took offense to this, maybe? No, no, I did not. Good morning from beautiful crime-ridden Memphis, Memphis Tennessee. Why'd you all, want this start? All I wanted to say is that, well, my family... Our family, our part family. of our family, is from Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. Um, and, you know, Memphis is probably no different than any other major city as far as crime. Um, uh, but Memphis, from what I remember, and we were there a couple of years ago, is, you know, there are certain areas of Memphis that are just wonderful and beautiful. and Great barbecue. Beale Street is great. Um, and, and my uncle Julius had a... Uh, a major men's and ladies clothing store called Julius Lewis that um, when when he was still around and they were still in business, they they sold more high-end men's and ladies clothing 
than any retailer in about a thousand mile radius. Even even oil executives from Texas used to fly into Memphis to go shop at my uncle's store. You've got deep Memphis connections. I, I do. And and if anybody remembers the the story about Elvis Presley buying a Cadillac for a salesperson at a Memphis retailer. I do not remember this story. Well, I was not alive. Well, you were not. Uh, that that happened at my uncle Julius's store. Really? Yes. Um, and what they used to do, they were normally closed on Sundays, but they would open up for Elvis when he wanted to shop. <laughs> They'd open up on Sundays for him. So That's pretty cool. So that was why I wanted to talk about, even if it is crime. Yeah, most most major cities, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's switch gears. Let's do our favorite segment of the show. Really? You gotta be kidding me! All right, Dad. We talk about uh, startup <laughs> companies from time to time. Uh, yes. We are, you know, Car Edge. We're, what we're trying to do, we're a startup company. We're trying to find a way to make better, better, more transparent, fair car buying, car leasing, car selling experience, all that fun stuff. And you know, sometimes it takes takes you a while to figure out your footing and to mm -hmm. make sure that you're doing things, doing things right. Well. For for startups at a large scale, yes, it is seemingly very difficult, no. very difficult to make money. EV startup Lucid, yes, is losing over half a million dollars for every car it sells, which is a material improvement. They had been most recent quarter, I think, it was seven hundred and fifty. No, 000. it was five hundred and fifty-five thousand. I would I would still want to do the math and 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 divide I, the divide yeah. the loss this quarter, which was greater than the previous quarter, uh, by the number of vehicles sold. And and the amazing thing is that they've actually said that they, they retailed about the same number of vehicles as they had the previous quarter. So that actually means that their loss per vehicle retail is has gone up dramatically. Um, Give me a minute. I'm going to pull up that data for but, you. But the good news is that here's the good news. The good news is is that the uh, Saudi private investment fund keeps giving them money, um, and 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 so they should be able to be around. See, there you are. One second, let me let yeah. me uh, pull this up on the screen for everyone. So so with with that money from the Saudis, they should be able to be around for years. And they recently just partnered with the McLaren, so uh, apparently. Um, the Saudis figure there's a real niche market for these vehicles. Yeah, there you go. Q1 deliveries, 1,406. Q2 deliveries, 1,404. They produced fewer vehicles in Q2. And then where was it? I think Farzad has it here somewhere. Just the total loss. Where was it? Well, the loss was like $750 million. Lucid has a 310-day <laughs> supply of inventory on hand. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's fascinating to break down what's going on with Lucid. I mean, hey, I'm going to be very, very honest. Beautiful looking cars. We've, Beautiful we've looking seen sedans. One. I've seen and, one. Yeah, and that's. <clears throat> I've seen two. There was one in Washington, D.C. that I saw. Yeah, I saw one in Bethesda coming out of the parking garage. Yeah, and then there's so, one here. Okay, so, so I've seen two in a pretty populated area of the country. Um, you know, how long do you survive? delivering 1,400 cars a quarter. And each one costs you? Uh, well. $550,000. More. Each one loses you. 500, 550, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. 
and and here's the here's here's if I may here's Go the real it. kicker to this. Well, they think with their recent twelve thousand dollar price cut, that's just going to drive business. Well, you know if 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 your average selling price is a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars, and you and and you lower it to one hundred and sixty three thousand dollars, <laughs> you're still appealing to the same buyer, and that buyer isn't buying it just because you saved them twelve grand. That buyer's saving up for the Cadillac Celestic. Celestique. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it the Celestic, man. <laughs> well, yesterday you were calling it nope, the Cialis. Nope. But, yes. It could be. It, it, you know, yeah. 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 You know why? Because it's going to be a hard purchase to explain. It's going to be a hard purchase to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Automakers, we are open to consulting uh, gigs if yeah. you need us. All right, let's call it a show, gang. We will be back tomorrow. We will indeed. Um, We might be. We might be back tomorrow. Might be a show tomorrow. If not, we'll be back on Thursday. We appreciate everyone tuning in, all of your continued support. Let's go try and enjoy the afternoon. We encourage you to do, to do the, the same. same. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. I'm in. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We'll be back here tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, 8 a.m. in Anchorage, and 6 a.m. in Honolulu.